Welcome to the Yoga Inspired Life podcast. I'm your host, Shayla Quinn, and together we'll go on a journey of self-discovery as we explore all of the inner workings of what it means to live an inspired life. Join me for solo episodes and conversations with special guests for real, authentic deep dives into all things yoga, wellness, self-love, mindfulness, and everything in between. If you're ready to get inspired, learn, grow, evolve, to connect, and up-level your life, then you've come to the right place. I am beyond excited that you're here, so let's dive in. Hi, Bestie. Welcome back to another episode of the Yoga Inspired Life podcast. I have a very fun episode for you today. Today's guest is my former trainer and forever friend and fitness guru, Megan Johnson. Megan is a functional movement specialist, and she focuses in women's fitness. She is the founder of her own company, M Plus Power by Her for Her. She's based here in LA and she's known for her versatile training approach and she has quite the celebrity clientele. And Megan has really bridged the gap in women's fitness by combining techniques from functional and strength training, pre and postnatal training, and basic women's self-defense. And she's just incredibly passionate about providing women the necessary tools that will encourage them to feel empowered and strong wherever they are in their journey of womanhood, and we love her for that. Megan is an absolute gem of a human being. She's a bright light. She's extremely generous with her information, and I feel like to know her is to love her. So without further ado, I'm going to let you dive right into today's fitness-filled episode with Megan Johnson. I'd love to just like start this out with you kind of introducing yourself to my community for people who are not familiar with you. I've, of course, given you a little intro, but just like introduce yourself. Hi, everybody. Um, First, thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here with you, Shayla, and to connect with you and reach so many women today. I feel like we can have so many different discussions that's going to touch a lot of audiences. Um, So my name is Megan Johnson, and I am a personal trainer here in Los Angeles. I've been doing this for about eight years now. Wow. I don't even know. (laughs) That sounds crazy. Um, But what I specialize in is women's fitness specifically. So I have a very versatile training experience and um, I love to mix functional with strength. And my focus this past year has been a lot on pre and postnatal training, um, which is so incredible and so needed after COVID because everybody was together, stuck in a house. And I really believe we're having a baby boom. I know. It's like, people are going to need this. Totally. Let me jump on this. All my friends are having babies. I'm like, oh, I'm not there yet. I guess I'll go to New York. (laughs) So yeah, you're right. It's definitely yeah, it's, I'm not there either, but I still wanted to support these women totally. when I, I am in women's health. I feel like it definitely goes hand in hand. And I just want to really provide women with tools that they need um, during that period. And then also, as you know, I've done basic women's self-defense as well, just teaching little classes and workshops because I feel like women's fitness is not only getting strong, but it's taking skills outside of the door mm-hmm. if we need them in our back pocket, yeah. heaven forbid we did. Um, yeah. So not just getting strong, but having skills to take into your, your daily lives, whether that be you're a mom, whether that may be you have to protect yourself on the street or whatever it is. So that's kind of my, my field and my expertise and what I've been 
rocking out with for the past eight years. Guys, I'm, I'm like giggling right now because Megan and I go way back. We'll get into our backstory. We've known each other for like nearly or over six years at this point, but Megan and I have a funny thing that we love to do. We love to send each other screenshots of crazy stuff happening in our neighborhood. <laughs> I mean, I think I- all hours of the night. She's like, did you see this? That's on your corner. I'm like, this is close to your house. I was like, my mom sent me that one thing about a guy following people home. And I, before I even thought about sharing it to anybody, I was like, oh, I've got to message Taylor right now and send this to her because she needs to know. We won't now. talk for like a month and then we'll just randomly send a screenshot with nothing else. It's just like, hey, heads up. <laughs> I love it. Hey, I've got your back. I've got your back (laughs) too. And I exactly. That's why we're here. That's why we're here. That is why we're here. So I met Megan six years ago at Equinox and I started training with Megan. And that was really the first time that I had ever had a personal trainer. And it is life-changing. You guys, I'm not just saying that like, no, it really is. I had never worked with someone that was really tailoring the training to my body and we, I originally came to you because I wanted to grow a bigger booty. I had this yeah. idea in my head. I was working in nightlife and I had this idea. This was like right when I had started my blog and I was like, I'm going to become a fit model so that I don't have to do bottle service anymore, but I was too small. And so I came to you and I was like, I have to gain weight and get bigger and like get my measurements up. And boy, did we, and I we mean, did it. We you did grew it, my girl. booty. I mean, girl, it is true. You cannot spot treat fitness, but we did grow that booty. (laughs) We did a lot of hip thrusts. Yes, we did. A lot of squats. I was empowered though. Like Mm -hmm. I was squatting like how much I've, I wish I had written that down. My PR, I was like, I think we got up to like 120. We got up to your body weight. I know know we got up to like 125 and you started with like 10 pounds. Literally, <laughs> you just never had done anything like that. Before. No, not, not heavy weightlifting at all. No. And I've always been active, but I also was from this like era or mindset of skinny is what's best. And sure. I feel like that's shifting a lot now. Oh, thank God. that is so shifting. <clears throat> but you know what I, what I've said, what I wanted was to be strong, but what was in my mind was I want to be as small as possible. <laughs> and that's why it's kind of annoying when I'll get messages even today of people being like, oh, wow, have you lost weight? And I'm like, girl, I'm 10 pounds heavier than I ever have been. You can ask Megan. Yes. <laughs> I yes. was like so thin. So I remember we took a video of you doing like some capoeira cakes. Yes. And I still have that video until, you're, I do until too. this day. You're, you're, you are, you are significantly small in your legs. I remember you being like, I don't care what you eat. Cause you're, cause I'm vegan. And Megan's like, I don't totally know about like <laughs> vegan protein at that time. This is like yeah. years ago, but you were like, I'm like, can I eat vegan pizza? You're like, yeah, eat I'm it. Like, we got to grow we'll the booty. Just, yeah, we'll use it. Just like we eat, eat, eat. It. And, and that was, you a- know, that's, uh, that's really important for people to know, like trainers are trainers. They are not mm-hmm. nutritionists. Yes. And I'm the first trainer to be like, Hey, I can't give you a meal plan. That's not my scope of practice. Right. You need to find a nutritionist to help you with that. And I think that's why a lot of people get in this. Um, they're like, okay, I'm doing all the things. I have a trainer. I'm working out, but my trainer's like, not tell me what to eat. And it's like, 
Well, if they are telling you what to eat, they're probably giving you misinformation. And that's mm-hmm. why you're not getting the results that totally. you're wanting. Because you have somebody that shouldn't be doing that. Yeah. Doing that for you. Yeah. And that's a big thing that I see in yeah. this industry. I, I see it too. And I see people too giving out, you know, blanket advice on the internet. And I'm like, everybody's body is different. And also like, mm-hmm. who's to say you can't go out and do your own research. Like I ended up exactly. doing a plant-based nutrition course because I did mm-hmm. speak to a few nutritionists and they were like, I don't totally know. So mm-hmm. you can always get the information too, but your nutrition Absolutely. has to be on point and you have to be eating enough. Enough. Right? Yeah. To build Especially muscle. if you're trying to build muscle. Yes. Break, break it down. What, people what, are, don't what are the understand? basics for us? Break it down, Maggie. Listen, the basics, if you're trying to lose, you're in a calorie deficit. If you're trying to gain, you need a calorie, you need to be in your calories need to be up, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, there's, that's literally it. You cannot build a booty and not eat. It's not mm-hmm. going to happen. You and you're going to gain calories. weight. You're going to yeah. gain weight. That's, yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's literally that. I'm, I'm not even going to dive into any kind of science, science behind it. That is literally the most basic knowledge that you yeah. need to know. If you want to grow or get muscle, you've got to eat. If not, then you eat less. Mm-hmm. It's that simple. Everybody tries to make it harder because this, this country is all about capitalism and they just, everybody wants to make money and they mm-hmm. want to tell you something just to make money. And it's like, mm-hmm. you don't need, we really don't need all of that. You can find everything, like you said, online and do it your own. It's not that hard. Yeah. It's really not. People and I make it harder and then it's a totally right. Then but then also people give up before they give their body a chance to change. We were just chatting mm-hmm. about this off air and it's like now after what we first started training six years ago, I really didn't get focused on my own after I stopped doing personal training until like maybe two years ago, three years ago, three years of consistency. Mm-hmm. My body's changing and is pretty steady. Now it takes consistency. I know I told, I told, like I said, I wish I could just get that tattooed on my forehead. When people ask me like, what's the secret? And it's like Mm -hmm. consistency and obviously finding a professional. If you really don't know where to go or what to do, finding a professional that can help you that understand that they have the knowledge that a, you're going to stay safe. That's most important. Mm -hmm. You know, you're safe. Your safety is number one, but B get you results that you want and especially if you have like injuries or something, there's still ways to get around that. If mm-hmm. you seek a professional and you find that, um, and you can learn in the process, you don't have to be dependent on that trainer. Totally. Forever. totally. And our goal should to be to train you so that you feel confident on your own and you don't need us. Mm-hmm. Although that never happens. Everybody like stays around and like, here we are five years later, still training. Totally. But- But if you really are serious, the accountability with a trainer is everything, everything, you guys, everything. Mm -hmm. And -hmm. when you find someone that you really click with, like Mm -hmm. it was just the bright spot of my week to like Mm -hmm. show up and hang out with you and work out with you. I always felt so empowered and strong and supported. And I also think it's really crazy that people are not willing to invest their time and energy into their body. Like 
I, even I, at the time when I was going to invest in training, I was like, this is, I don't know if I should do this. And I remember, like, oh, I remember oh. you were like really hesitant. And I was like, listen, I'm busy regardless. Either totally. you want it or you don't, it's up to you. Like, I'm not here it's, to sell you. It's an I investment. I just know where we can go if you, but if you sign it's up with me. your body. You yes. gotta have your body to live a good life. And so it just makes sense now. Health is wealth. And I know that sounds so corny, but when it, to me, but everybody's perspective is different Like yes. for you and I health comes first. And if I wasn't a trainer, I would tell you, I would have a trainer. Even sometimes mm-hmm. I feel like I want to get a trainer just because I don't want to have to think about what I'm doing at the gym. I want somebody they're accountable. Somebody that I know has programmed for me and me specifically, and they're not yeah. just running me through a workout that's mindless, you know, and mm-hmm. even I would have a trainer if I wasn't doing this. Yeah. For a living. Having a trainer is a, is a game changer, even if it's just for, for a short amount of time to yeah. get confident and, and get uh, your feet on the ground in the gym. I think it makes a huge, huge, huge difference. And, you know, it's just um, not even just not knowing what to do, but I know for me, when I first started fitness, it was like looking at the equipment and all the handles and the latches. And I was like that, I don't know what any of that is. That's so intimidating to me. I'm not even going to go over there and look crazy trying to figure this out. Like, I don't know how this equipment works. Uh, What's this handle for that? Those are the things that are intimidating to people. And like a trainer knows that and they can help you show you how that stuff works. And that alone can increase your confidence in the gym on your own. Yeah. I think too, people don't get started because they think about that, that what they want is so far away and they get overwhelmed. But is it like, it seems like so much work, but is it because remember when you started versus the progress you made, was it short or was it a long time? I mean, it felt quick, but I think people get in their own head and they're like, oh, I'm just going to, I'll start tomorrow. This is going to be too hard. And it's like, you got to start now. Mm-hmm. And I think doing a little each a little day bit. is better than doing a big bang of a workout, like once yes. every month. It's like, that doesn't do anything. You know, it's a little bit over time. And as you get more comfortable, as you develop more skills, as you get strong with anything, this is with anything you, you, build the habit. you, yeah. you progress. And it's the same thing in the gym. You're not somebody that hasn't worked out in three years. They don't need to be going to a group fitness class where they're running 7.0 sprints and doing squat depresses with 15 pounds. Like, no, let's, how, how are you breathing? How's your diaphragm? Is your core strong? Like, mm. can you stand on one foot and maintain your balance? Like those are the things that are so valuable and sustainable. And those are the things, once you get those pieces to the puzzle, getting the strength comes so quickly, but you'll never get the strength if you don't have the mobility, the stability, the foundation, you're going to get an injury. (laughs) Yeah. So if somebody listening right now hasn't even begun their fitness journey, but they've been wanting to, and maybe they don't have the resources to have a personal trainer, what advice would you give them or where would you tell them to start? That's beautiful. Um, you know, there's, we live in this beautiful world of the internet and there are really great places on the internet to find your information. However, how you would go about that. And this is my advice for somebody, find somebody in your area that, you know, is a trainer that is 
well-known or somebody that is in that circle of trainers that know what they're doing and just send them an email or a message. Hey, I really can't afford training at this moment, but I'm really looking for a source or somewhere I can go to start. And then eventually I would love to start training with somebody, but do you have any recommendations of where I can even look? I get messages like that all the time. Hey, I, I know I can't afford to train right now, but like, what can I do? And I'm like, Hey, these people have really great workout programs. These what are those people? people? Um, so we have, I'm like, give it to us girl. Yeah, well, <laughs> if you're talking strength, um, or more like mo if, if they're a beginner, I would say, okay, go to the prehab guys. So the prehab guys, they're more of a, they deal a lot with mobility and stability right. and, um, they're very, very knowledgeable in what they do. So that's a good way to start. Like, Hey, let me learn how to engage my core correctly, or let me learn. This if is I so have important issue. Yeah. If I have this knee issue, how do I go around that? Uh, how do I get strong in that? And then, you know, after you, the prehab guys are really good. And then Equinox has really great trainers as much as I, you know, have my experience with Equinox, um, find searching your Equinox around you to see if you can find some of their trainers and send them a message on Instagram and say, Hey, like, do you have any tips or tricks or any workout programs, anything, you know, Equinox, has, Equinox has a great, uh, in-house education where their trainers are educated throughout their entire time there. So, you know, that you're getting somebody that's been educated and they can kind of point you in the right direction. So that, that's a good idea. Yeah. They, and they might have online workouts or something that they're sure. And they too, do, you and know, maybe you can't afford a membership, but you could afford the app monthly or yeah, that's a good idea. And this is, this is inspiring me to get something out in the world. And that has been my focus this year. I'm poking you. Do Go that. On. I know <laughs> you I need see this to. A lot. Yeah. I see this a lot. And, um, what happens with the trainers that are we get busy with, we have full books and totally. it's like we have to dedicate that time to reach out to people that really need us the most that probably don't have access to us. So this is inspiring me. And I've been working on a pre and postnatal uh, project this year, and I'm about to launch it in the next couple months. Yay, so I'm exciting. starting there. But then after that, I just want to get some feedback from people. What is it that they're looking for? And how can we support you as professionals um, to, to help you achieve your goals? If we're not personally in your in your price range at that moment, there's still a way we can figure this out together. It, it needs to be accessible. I know. I wish it was more accessible and more mm -hmm. approachable too. Cause I think mm -hmm. people sometimes can be a little intimidated by fitness and got to mm -hmm. change that. Totally. Totally. How did you even get into fitness? I don't even know if I know this. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, you know, they always say whenever you're trying to figure out what you want to do with your life, like go back to your favorite memories as a child. And like, I was living in LA, I moved here at 22. And I was working, you know, I was waiting tables, I went back to retail, I knew that's not what I wanted to do. And um, I started thinking to myself, what makes me happy? Like, what do I like to do? And I know I love to teach. And I know that I love movement, because when I was a little girl, the best memories I've had was just climbing up trees as far as I could go to the point where I'd be scared to come down or just doing somersaults down my backyard or whatever. I was always moving. And so 
you know, I thought to myself, well, I know I always work out and that's like something I enjoy, but could I turn it into a career? I never really asked myself that. It was just something I enjoyed doing because I loved movement. And it was, I was actually got hired on to do a modeling campaign for a company, um, a Capoeira company, which is the Brazilian martial art that I got into. And we had to go through like two months of, of training and I, I, during the training, I just picked up on it so quickly to not know what it was. And the gentleman that owned the, the company, he was like, hey, what are your plans after this? Because you're really great at this. You have an awareness. You have, you're, you're able to teach. Like, would you like to stay? And I can mentor you and you can train out of here. And I was like, well, you know, 22 year old in LA, you really don't know what you're doing. Totally. Like, you're like, perfect. Uh, I don't really have anything to lose. Let's go for it. And so I stuck around and I, I learned under him for a while. And um, I, from there, you know, once you're doing something and, you know, you're probably not, I knew that there was more, I needed to build my own clientele. I didn't have clients there. And I was like, okay, well, I need to try to venture out on my own, take what I've learned, appreciate this opportunity, but I really need to like figure out how I'm going to build my own business. And that's when I got hired on to um, Equinox. And um, I learned, you know, I went through the whole education system there and started to build my business. And then I decided to, to go off on my own from there. And that's just, it's like every door kept opening and I just kept walking through it, not really knowing what was going on. Like we had discussed yes. earlier and it was just like one thing after another. And then the first client I ever signed was like Kiki Palmer. As soon as I opened my doors to being a trainer, it was like Kiki Palmer was my first client. And I was like, Oh my God, what, Amazing. Do, I, what do I do? Like this is, yeah. I'm not ready for this. <laughs> I will say you have such a good way about you. This is a good business tip for anybody that's going off on their own is that I had originally met you at Equinox. Like when you're a new trainer there, like they make you like pass around the towels or something, which is so annoying. I'm sure people are walking around like towel, you know, they don't want to do it, but you would always go around and you were like, hi, so friendly. I, I think I maybe asked you a question or maybe I was with Aaron, my yoga teacher friend. And she was like, Oh, let's ask Megan. Megan knows. And you were so friendly, so generous with your information. So kind. And having a trainer wasn't even on my radar then. And then five or so months later, I always said hi to you at the gym five months later, the moment that I thought about getting a trainer, I was like, Oh, that girl, Megan at the gym. She's so nice. She's always yes. so friendly. You guys, you got to like, you put never your know pride who your aside. next client is. Yes, yeah. You've got to put your pride aside. I did not want to work for a, a corporation. I totally. did. I think I was better than that. Sure. In my head. But if I'm there and I'm doing a job, I don't care if I'm washing a car, I'm washing that car the best of my ability. Yes. It was the same thing when I was passing out those towels. I was like, Hey, you just, I I'm showing up. I'm doing the work. This is not my end goal. I know that, but this is what, this is the necessary steps I need to take. And I'm no better than this. Mm -hmm. I need to do this so that I can get to my end goal to be an independent trainer, to have my own business. But right now, this is the, the season I'm in. And a lot of us have, if we're going on our own, we have to realize like, we have to go through that that grind and the things that we don't want to do to see the other side. Totally. But 
And people, and I want to be very, very clear on this. People say put in the work. And I agree. I agree with that. Put in the work, but you have to be progressive with it. Mm. You have to put in the work, but you have to keep setting goals and having a clear vision on what you're working towards. Because if not, you're going to show up, you're going to put in the work, but your wheels are spinning. Yeah, totally. You're not progressing. You have to be willing to ask for what you want too, huh? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. If you want more. And And not that you should. I, and, and totally look at us now. Like, I know good friends. You know, and as much as you're sitting here telling me how training was amazing, you were amazing to work with. Like you mm, made me you. excited about my job. You showed up, you did the work, you were excited about it. You trusted me. And that was so beautiful for me on the other end of that. You know, it, it is, um, and just as much as you enjoyed training with me, I enjoyed training you. I didn't want to stop, and, but I was, <laughs> but I was quitting my job. So I was like, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta save my money for just in case this blog doesn't work out. But I really, truly like that. I freaking loved training with you. It oh, truly, like I look back on that time so fondly and, um, yeah, I just love you. And I want to say too, <laughs> like, you you should not that you should go around being nice to people because you want to get stuff from people, but you should just be nice to everyone. Yeah. Never know who you might meet and who could become your next client or who knows someone who will refer you when you're running your own business or you're wanting to build your own business. Like being kind to everyone is just like chef's kiss. You never know. Yeah. And it's just like, what's it going to hurt to be kind Totally, totally. and to be like, to listen and to give advice and just, just be kind and, um, know that if you don't really like exactly where you're at right now, um, just know that you can change that. And it's just temporary. It's just temporary, but that doesn't mean you can't be nice in the process. <laughs> no, it's just so hard for people to do. Oh, I don't know why. I guess it's I, that being from Kentucky, it's kind of just how we're wired. I'm not from Kentucky and I'm wired like that. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm like, why is it so hard? I don't get yes. it. I don't no, know. Okay. Um, moving, so, on. moving on. <laughs> be nice. Moving on. Moving right, on. Nice people, people only. Um, you are always continuing your education and something you said you're focusing on is pre and postnatal. So I'd love for you to kind of share about what inspired you to do that and maybe some tips or things you've learned or important things for people to pay attention to. Yeah, sure. How exciting. This makes me excited. Um, <laughs> so I got, like I said, I got into it because I saw that COVID hit and all of these people were at home with their significant other. And not only were my friends just pregnant, it was like everybody I talked to was getting pregnant. And I kind of was like, I need to get ahead of this so that these people can feel supported. And I feel like it's such an under um, studied area in women's fitness. Same thing in yoga too. Yeah. I mean, sure. I, I completely agree with you. And, um, I just wanted, it just fueled me. I I had all of these women come into me to train and we'd train for their wedding. And then what happens? Baby comes. And then Mm -hmm. it's like, okay, well, how can I support them in this journey? Because there has to be a way, like if I'm going to be about women's fitness, like we need to check off all the, all the boxes here. 
So that led me into taking a pre and postnatal course. And it was a very small one that I took through Equinox years ago. Yeah, I remember. And I was like, I feel like you did that before. When, yeah. Like years, years ago. Yeah. Yeah. And it just scraped the surface. It kind of just mm. got me excited. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I need to figure out more about this. So I went and I got, um, it's called Oh Baby Fitness. I got their certification. And then this past certification I just got. So I have three different ones now. Um, it's from Dr. Sarah Duvall. And the PCA, PCES course. And let me tell you, it was incredible. It is incredible. Women don't realize we have so many tools that can help us pre and postnatal that can help minimize the risk of diastasis recti. So that's whenever your, your core kind of splits mm -hmm. and it doesn't really go back after pregnancy. Um, there's so many things that we can do to help pelvic floor. Us. I always hear about pelvic too. <laughs> and you know what? So much of it is breathing and it's literally so accessible to everybody, but nobody knows about it. And I'm like, why aren't we giving women this at the doctor's office when they're there? And it is just insane to me. So that Western medicine loves to just give you a pill for it later. They're like, Oh yeah, we'll, we'll fix it. If it happens, it's like, <laughs> It's like, no, you can't just take a pill for, when you, you know, when you have natural remedies that are at your, uh, that you're capable of, like, why not tap into that? Especially when it comes to postpartum depression, there's so much research showing how movement is helping women not develop postpartum depression. And it is the research is incredible with these things that, that mothers are, are, are facing after, you know, giving birth and just strengthening movement patterns that you need as a mom, because once you're a mother and you're holding your baby and you're breastfeeding that baby all day, or you're feed, bottle feeding that baby all day, or you're changing that diaper, you're in that forward posture all day long. And you're not even thinking that to open your shoulders and, and, and strengthen your back and how much something like that can literally save you from yeah. back pain or how your posture is in making your pelvic floor issues worse because you don't know, you don't know what to, it, it, there's no re resources out there to show you what you can do. And that's my goal with the program that I have coming out is to at least have something for women to, to reference and to see. But I do think Shayla on the positive side of this, I do think that this is something that is going to evolve very quickly. I do think that there is a shift about to happen in women's fitness that pre and postnatal is really going to become more accessible. And that makes me super excited. I think it's so important too. I mean, there's so much happening in the body when oh. you're pregnant and when you're giving out like during birth and after birth, like it's, mm -hmm. it's a lot. I'm surprised that it's not more common of a thing to talk about. I see it now more than yeah. ever, but. And it's just a matter of, um, it could be like, for example, your rib cage, it can expand up to four inches when you're pregnant and when you, the baby comes out, your rib cage can get stuck in that inhalation and your rib cage can get stuck up. And that can a make you feel like you aren't getting the, your, your core back to where you wanted it post baby and B that can create problems on your pelvic floor. So being able to know how to breathe correctly to get the rib cage down can be so 
game changing to Mm. mothers out there. What are the biggest things that you see with your clients coming in after having babies? Like what are the things that they struggle with the most and, or what are the most common things that they want to focus on? Like maybe we can cover a couple of things. A lot of times moms are coming in and they're exhausted. You know, that sleep is very hard in that first, that first year. Um, So moms are coming in and they're exhausted and it's all about just, for me, I like to shift. Okay. Let's focus on when they start to talk about, this is what I want. I need my, I need to snap back. Mm. Oh, that's, this is all we hear about. Yeah. I'm just like, okay, let's, let's, let's focus on, let's focus on how let's make you feel better first. Let's feel better. Like let's get you moving and feeling better and let's get you strong so that you aren't spending even more energy doing your daily activities with your baby. When you're already tired, let's get your movement pattern strong that you need to support your baby and yourself and your daily activities. So that's what I'm seeing a lot of is moms are just coming in and they want to feel better. They want Mm -hmm. to have that hour to themselves. They want to be a better parent because they can, they can be strong to support their baby. And that's what I'm seeing the most of when my moms come in is I want to feel better. Um, and I want to be able to do my daily activities without being out of breath or exhausted. That's amazing because I feel like so many of us have an inability to prioritize taking care of ourselves. Yeah. At least a lot of my friends, it's a topic of conversation where we're like, let's make sure everybody else is taken care of. And then if I have time, then maybe I'll take care of myself. Yeah. You know, being a mom, my moms are putting everybody, you know, you're putting your baby, your significant other, a lot of people are going before you. So that time to get in the gym and, and to clear your mind and it's so vital so vital for new moms. And it doesn't mean you have to do anything crazy. You can go. I literally have sessions with moms that come back to me and we'll sit there and we'll breathe for 45 minutes and we'll just breathe, get your rib cage down, get you feeling better, get your diaphragm moving again. Um, you know, and that, even that so simple is so valuable. Yeah. And the, and they say you can't pour from an empty cup, you know, you got to fill up your cup so you can be better for everybody else. Yeah. Let's bust some fitness myths. Oh gosh. (laughs) All right. The cardio that people just have to know. (laughs) People are always like, I've got to do cardio is the only way for me to lean, get lean. Okay. (laughs) True or false? Come on, you're gonna. I know the answer. I know the answer. We just we're just putting it all out on the table. It is definitely false. You cannot just do cardio and get toned and lean. You have got to put your body under load. You have to strength train if you want to get lean. And I believe that a good mix of both is a great solution. Mm-hmm. I don't think moving your body one way all the time is how you're going to get results. I believe being versatile and strength training with cardio is the best way to go about it. But you ladies, 
We have to pick up weights. Okay, we have to. That's the next one. I'm going to get bulky if I lift heavy weights. Okay. So <laughs> I wish you guys could see her face right now. She's like, <laughs> I, know. I know, but it's so valid, you know, because it's just what we know. It, it's what it's we've been told. What we've been told. It's what we've been told. Um, me personally, I've weight lifted from the beginning of time and never have I felt bulky. And I, not only me personally, but my clients, they all lift very heavy and not a single one of them are bulky. Now I will say on the flip side of that, there are different body types. There are, there's a mesomorph, ectomorph, endomorph. And you can look these up online. And basically, if you're more of a mesomorph body type, you're probably a little shorter in nature and you can put on muscle quickly. So if that is you, don't stay away from strength training. Instead of doing the majority of strength training, you need to look into doing cardio as well, just as much as your strength training, but that doesn't mean you're going to bulk up. It's just saying, if that's not what you like your body to, you don't like to look strong when you're a mesomorph, you are able to pack on muscle quicker. Mm. Um, so I would say definitely a good mix of cardio and strength still in that scenario, um, is ideal, but you just, you just have to probably do a little more cardio rather than, than strength. Sometimes it's good to like experiment too. Yeah. Yeah. And like, maybe you do a little more cardio and see how you're like, Ooh, no, this is not working. Like just exactly. Yeah. You can always, you can always pull back. Like you can always start to, to experiment with strength training. And if you don't like the way you're you're looking, then you can just pull back. Nothing's permanent. Nothing's forever. Um, But no, to answer your question, you are not going to get bulky ladies. If you want those lines and you want to be defined, you have got to pick up weights. You've got to put your body under load. If I want to get ripped, I have to work out every single day, no rest days, grind only. I can do a whole hour on this. (laughs) I can do a whole hour on this. Okay. So you guys, our body gets strong and rebuilds the muscle in our rest periods. When you taught it, me that it blew my mind. I was like, what you, cause you were like, you have to rest. Cause I was going to yoga. Yeah. I was going to run in. You're like, you can't work out every day. And I'm like, I can't, yeah, I, can. <laughs> I tried. You were like cracking the whip on me. You're like, no, <laughs> no, you have to recover. And, um, you know, like I said, not only does your, your body repair your muscle and you get stronger in your recovery periods. But if you're constantly stressing your joints out, you're going to put yourself at risk for injury. And then you're not going to be able to work out at all. (laughs) And it's like this whole, I've got to go and I've got to go hard. That's great on the days that you're doing that, but you cannot do that every single day. And that doesn't mean you have to not move every day, but maybe that sixth day you're going for a long walk mm-hmm. or on that seventh day, you're doing like um, a yoga class that is more focused on mobility or you're doing mm-hmm. mobility work on that rest and recover day. Um, you have got to take rest days. For me personally, 
I work out hard five days a week. And then on the sixth day, I'll rest or I, re- I, I take a couple rest days each week and I kind of split them up during the week. I think sometimes people struggle with knowing whether like, do I need a rest day or am I being lazy and coming up with an excuse? Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? Like I've experienced that before where I have to check myself and I'm like, am I really, do I really need a rest day or am I just trying to like skip out on this workout? And I hear that from a lot of people too. So what's a good way for people to gauge? Sure. Well, I would say actually putting it in a calendar too like writing down your workouts, like, because I know a lot of times we can trick ourselves like, oh, I took a rest day, but maybe you hadn't yet. Like maybe you're just telling yourself you did and just kind of keeping track in your phone or on whatever, like today I did, you know, just put legs on Monday. I did legs so that you can visually see what you have done during the week. So that when you do take that rest day, you don't feel so bad about it. You're like, okay, it's time for my body to rest so that I can rebuild and and come back stronger. I would say that is a really good way to, to keep. Yeah. And when you told me that that is when the muscle repairs and actually builds and that's Mm -hmm. necessary, it made the rest days feel more productive because I knew that that was when like the, basically a muscle growing is a muscle tearing. Yes. 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 So let me, let me, um, (laughs) let me touch on this as well. So when you work out, you're actually stressing your body out. People think you're getting stronger. (laughs) Like you're, you're, you're like, people don't realize you're stressing your body out when you're working out. Right. Mm -hmm. So when you're going into these workouts, remind yourself, I am stressing my body out. And just like us, if we're stressed out so much, what happens? We, we, crack or we need something. We need a journal or we need a scream or we need to cry or we need to have a drink. I don't know, whatever yeah. it is. It's no different when you're working out, when you're stressing your body out, your body will tell you, you will start to feel these aches or these pains, or you, maybe you just show up for your workout and everything still feels very heavy and like it didn't feel heavy before. Maybe you're not as motivated. That's your body telling you, Hey, like I need a second, like mm-hmm. treat me with love and I've got you after that. Okay. Next beat it up. myth <laughs> to bust is it, maybe it isn't a myth. I don't know. <laughs> um, you need protein within 30 minutes of your workout in order to build muscle. I know you're not a nutritionist. Yeah. But <laughs> no, from your okay. expertise. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I definitely, that's one that I can stand by. That's mm. one that I actually myself Um, that's one that I actually myself will stand by and practice myself. And that's something that I I stress to my clients too. Let's get some protein in so that your muscle can bind to that and repair and go through that process that we just talked about. And protein is the thing that will help facilitate that. Good to know. Now, I don't, I don't mean you have to go buy whey protein and drink crazy way, you know, you can find protein and, and things that you're eating. Let's switch gears a little bit and talk about mindset when it comes to fitness, how important is your mindset? And if someone is struggling with the way that they're approaching their workouts slash feeling in their workouts, like what are some tips for people to shift that and get into a good place with where they're at while they're working for what they want? Okay. So the first question you asked me was mindset. Mindset. Okay, so I'm just going to throw a little study out there for you guys um, that I actually read read on. And it was, there were three groups 
Um, and I don't know what university did this study. I, I can try to find it for you. Um, three groups and first group, they didn't work out at all. Okay. Second group, they thought about the muscle that they wanted to grow, but they didn't work out. And then the third group thought about the muscle that they wanted to grow or the body changes they wanted to make. And they worked out. And when they, this study came back, the group that only thought about changing their body and changing a certain area or whatever it was, had a significant increase wow. by just thinking about it. Wow. So that shows you your mindset, your mindset is everything. Mm -hmm. And that's not just in fitness, that's everything, but especially in fitness. And if your mindset goes in and it doesn't mean that you have to have the best workout every time you show up to the gym, but going and saying, Hey, I feel this way today. Maybe I'm not going to have the best workout, but I'm here. And this is what I'm going to get done. You're going to have so much more progress by just having that mindset, even if you're not feeling the best than you would if you're coming in or you're not going at all, or you're coming in just super negative and feeling like you're not going to get anything out of it. Yeah. I feel like too, the moment, the moment that I stopped focusing on everything I hated or wanted to change and just decided that I would show up and not mm -hmm. pay so much attention to that. Then I started to see changes more quickly. Absolutely. Know? And that's, this goes back to, you know, I call it the seasons that our body is in our body goes through seasons, you know, it's just like seasons that we experience in the world. Our body goes through seasons. Our body is never the exact same. So for example, for me, sometimes my booty's a little bigger <laughs> and sometimes it's not. And I don't, it, it is what it is. That's fine. Yeah. It's the season that I'm in and we need to quit thinking about, oh, my body has to be this way mm -hmm. all the time because that's impossible. It's impossible. We are changing on a cellular level, level. on a moment to moment basis. basis. It like, is impossible it is for impossible. us to be the exact same. I know. It is impossible. Now, is it healthy to set goals and achieve those goals? Sure. Mm -hmm. But respect your body, love yes. your body and your yes. body will take care of you. It will, mm -hmm. it will take care of you, but you have to trust it. And you have to show up and you have to believe that you can achieve what it is that you're trying to achieve. I heard this quote one time that was like, can't hate your body into what you want it to be or something like that. I'm probably butchering hate that. your body until you want it to be. Yeah. Because wait a minute, let me look that up. I want to I tell you, that right. does that make like sense? Oh, wait, anything, let me see. You know, I'm trying to think, um, if you're trying to change a person, right. The more you try to change them, the more they're resistant to it, the more they're not told. They're yes, exactly. To that. That's it. It's the same thing with your body. The more That's that it. you're trying to beat it up and, oh, I hate it and not this accept and, oh, I'm it. so yeah. this or I'm so that it's like, it's you're not going to give you when, what I, when anyone want. talks to me like that, guess what I do? Mm -mm. Yeah. Bye. Peace Shut out. down. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's over. Bye. So don't be surprised that your body's going to do that. Yes. To you when you're in that headspace.
that negative energy down. is not going to help you on your path moving. And forward. I don't care to, to get you to that level. I don't care if you have to go through your, it's, I do this with some of my clients. This is real. I will go through their Instagram followers and I will unfollow this person and this person and this person, because they're comparing themselves to these people all day long. And we have to literally go through an Instagram unfollow list mm-hmm. because they see that they get it in their head and then they get down on themselves and it's self-sabotage. Totally. When these people, most of them don't even look like that. So it's just mindset is everything you have to te- You have to love your body, trust it, show up for it. And it will take care of you. Mm-hmm. I couldn't agree more. And I feel like even before social media, it was easy to compare and stuff from magazines sure. or magazines. school or we had the cosmopolitan. Yes. We had yes. The, all women's health. We had tiger all beat. That. We had it. Yeah, we had it. We had it. <laughs> and so it's always it. Um, I think it's doing inner work in yourself. Definitely. Whether that be an emotional level, mm-hmm. whether that be like really figuring yourself out internally so that you can show up for yourself externally as well. And I think too, the more you invest in yourself in movement, the more I loved and appreciated my body. Right. And I, I always say, once you start moving and you start to see results or you start to feel better, you that feel better. trickles yeah. into your life, whether it's your career, your relationship, your friendships, mm-hmm. you, I would literally, people will come to me because they're probably going through something and they need that either they're going through a divorce or they're prepping for a movie or they're going, they're getting married. They're coming to me in these crazy moments of their lives and, or they're stressed out at work. And so when they're coming to work out, you see relationships are getting better if they're fighting with their spouse or do you see finally they're getting that promotion that's been stressing them out, out at work. And finally they're starting to get their promotion because they're doing the work on or themselves. the confidence to leave a toxic job and go out on the oh, road yes, with me. Like you did. Guys, you I forgot literally. Megan was with me when I was literally Still working. I was do- girl, <laughs> I was doing bottle service all night long. And then I'd come in the next day and train my ass and off. You would with cry you. sometimes. You would cry. Oh you would lay on the God. table. I was so cry. tired. Yes. Remember, I would yes. just cry about how tired I was and how bad and I wanted to you leave. Literally, within I don't even it didn't take you long at all to cut that job once you started to do the work on yourself. I mean, I think that was a pivotal point for you. Honestly, that was a really, I really totally forgot that, that, that we were together during that time. That was a, major... and it's not me. I'm not putting this on me. I'm putting this is no, you. no, I like, know you're not it's you showing up and making but you really saw that you really saw that transformation though. And like, I was just trying to figure out a way out of that life and damn, that was, that was a crazy time. I wanted it it. so bad. And that's why guys, like, I think having goals is so, so, so important because you have to know what you're working for and working Mm -hmm. towards not even Mm -hmm. just a a physical aesthetic goal, but like Mm -hmm. something that you're working towards, because there are going to be moments where you don't fucking feel like showing up. No, Yeah. But I had a lot of valid excuses to not show up (laughs) many training sessions, right? Like I had worked, I think I was working at Aloe yoga during the day too. I was working like 14 hours a day, barely sleeping, 
trying to gain weight just so I could fit models. So I could quit doing model service. I was like still really fresh out of an abusive relationship and really struggling with that. And like, I did not want to train sometimes, but I had to remember and thank God I had good support with through Megan. So support is important too, but yeah, support, whether it doesn't matter if you have a group of friends that, you, yes, that hold you accountable. Someone. If you don't have the means to have a trainer, a group of friends or somebody, somebody mm-hmm. that that's going to show up, mm-hmm. but knowing like, okay, you have to show up because mm-hmm. you want to get to the next point. And this right. is the only way you got to fight through those moments because they right. come up and you Definitely did that fitness. And you're I literally did. like living proof of what we're talking about. Consistency, today. showing Consistency, up, showing up, giving yourself love, you know, putting in the work, but having goals and, and trusting look, and that trusting. the work will pay off. Right. Cause you, yes. uh, every time I would walk into the gym, it's not like I was seeing a lot of guys. I was like 10 pounds lighter than too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was mm-hmm. very thin under a lot of stress. I was not well. I did not feel well emotionally, physically, any of it. Mm-hmm. And like, I didn't know if the training that we were going to do was going to work or not. I also didn't care. I was just so excited to train, you know, it's like, <laughs> yay, I'm a trainer. <laughs> but like, I had to trust mm-hmm. that if I show up, I'm going to get the results. And that's even like what I'm doing with New York. I don't, yeah, I don't totally sure. know what I'm doing and I'm, I'm going, I'm showing up and I'm trusting that. But you're in a healthy mindset yes. and you've put in all this work over mm-hmm. the years that you know that you're going to be fine. And it can get to a point where it's kind of exciting. It's like, yes. oh, okay. Like this is, yeah, it's scary, but Hey, I got it. Like, I'm good. I've done the work. I know that I I'm, I'm good. And this is actually exciting that I'm, I'm pivoting again. You've done that many times too, even going out on your own from a really big respected brand, which Mm -hmm. really truly is an amazing brand for what they've done. Yeah. You went out on your own and you not only have succeeded, but you built like this amazing clientele. You're booked and busy girl. Like where did you find the confidence to do that? And how do you sustain that for anybody? Listening? Sure. Sure. Um, I trusted myself, even if I was walking into a dark room, I trusted that I would always figure it out. And, um, I just believed in myself, honestly. And I know that sounds so corny. I just believed that even if I didn't have the the tools yet that I could make it. And, you know, working for that big corporation, I left and went on my own for a while. And then I realized, oh my God, I don't have a funnel to get new clients. Like, what do I do? And I had three clients moved to New York. And I was like, how do I get new clients? You know? And I had to swallow my pride again and go back to a corporation to build more of a business what's still an idea in mind to, you know, build it for myself. Mm -hmm. And then I had to go back twice, you know, and that was like, oh my gosh, I do not want to, to go back. And when I've made progress, but again, you know, it's just part of it. And I trusted myself like, Hey, this is what I'm going to do. If I go back, this is the goal. And then I'm gone. And that's Mm -hmm. what I did. And then, you know, once I established myself and I started getting clients that were a little more well-known, then everything just started to fall into place. But the journey was the best part of it. And like, looking back, it's like, dang, how did I even do that? But then it's like, because I trusted myself and never doubted 
myself. I may not knew how I was going to do it, but I knew I was going to do it. And I trusted myself. I just, this sounds so corny, but you can't give up. You can't, you, you can't cannot, give up. you can't, if I would have given up where I started, I, there, I wouldn't be training the people that I trained today. I wouldn't be building this brand. I wouldn't be just hiring my first employee. I would, Girl, I, you know, I would okay. not be there if yeah. I didn't, if I didn't just trust that I could get there. And that's in business and in fitness, isn't yeah. it? You got to get out of your head. You got to get out of your head and just know that just go for you it. Will, are always supported mm. and you will always be taken care of. I and I truly this. believe that. Yes. <laughs> this is so good, Meg. Thank you so much yes. for doing this with me. Of I'm going to put all of your links down in the show notes. Everyone go yeah. follow her, check her out. Thank when does you. your pre and postnatal, you said you have a program coming out soon? Yeah. So I'm hoping to have it by the beginning of like summer. So okay, cool. I'm hoping, I believe that we're going to shoot the beginning of May. So you know how it takes time to, to do post-production and video yeah. and um, so hopefully fingers crossed, um, June is what it's looking like. Amazing. But I'm sure you'll share that on your Instagram, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. Good. And then after that, you know, if anybody, uh, I would love for people to contact me and let me know what it is that they need support in, in fitness when it comes to programs. And, um, so I can just kind of start to brainstorm and really, yeah. really help people in that area. I don't want to give out anything generic. I want it to be effective and so I just would love to hear what people need. And that's a wrap on another episode of the Yoga Inspired Life podcast. I hope you got something valuable from it and feel empowered to take inspired action. Thank you so much for tuning in and spending time with me today. And if you enjoyed listening to this episode as much as I loved creating it, then please subscribe and leave a review. And if you know of anyone that would benefit from the podcast, I would love it if you would share it with them. I always say that we rise by lifting others, and this is a totally independent podcast, so every little bit of support truly means so much to me. If you're looking for more, let's connect on Instagram. You can find me at Shayla Quinn. I hope you have an amazing week. Thank you again for listening, and I'll catch you next week.